1590 afterwards we sit here we're gonna talk about whatever went on what did, we, what did go on today it's monday it's all kinds of crazy stuff it was varied and uh, we'll do out the gate we'll do the first thing up and it's adventure traveling let's just say the whole umbrella because of this terrible tragedy with ocean gate and what happened there we now all know you had some additional information that i didn't hear on because it happened apparently immediately yeah, this was something that apparently it was they, when they lost communication, like that was when things were done. Uh, what I had saw was it was, a, I believe it was an ex-Marine com- or Navy commander or something that was saying that the um, apparently the communications, there was, I should confirm this before going into it too much, but he said that they um, that they were having trouble slowing down. And he said that they had sandbags, I guess, to help the, that they release in order to slow down the, the whole sinking process and they just weren't slowing down so the communication was that they were having trouble slowing down going straight towards the bottom of the floor of the ocean and one of the things that that just i don't know because i'm not scientific at all but you think if anything they would have a problem descending in a lot of cases Mm -hmm. because that's like to effort down to that depth but it's terrible situation the conversation that was happening this morning was will this make people think twice about some of the other ones what i heard also was and this wasn't hearsay it was a lot of people who had been on it before they said they pretty much tell you right straight up this is virtually an experimental craft that we have constructed you're not going into something of of nasa or navy level at all Mm -hmm. and they told people this i think with some folks though they had like 200 expeditions that worked they right. had quite a few yeah but one in 200 aren't the odds i want if right. you tell me that 747 is or i'm sorry that's outdated just aged myself by saying 747 but that those aren't numbers that you would even ignore no not one in 200 are you crazy uh, that wouldn't work with most people but will this pull back even the ridge to say wow that actually happened I believe it's going to do the opposite. I believe that this is going to light a fire under thrill seekers that think, oh, mm-hmm. man, I, you know, I can do this. I can do it in a better way and things like that. Because a lot of times that risk of death is what makes it. You get the feeling with this guy who created the whole Ocean Gate craft. That was his whole thing was the the thrill of being right at death's door and, and winning. You know, he uh, they said that they mentioned death in three times in the front page of the contract when you're first talking about joining these excursions. So. I believe you're going to see more of an uptick. You're going to see people that go, you know what, I can create a better, more tight, you know, water vessel that can go all the way down and not have these problems. You know, same with climbing these mountains. I think people are going to just start getting more and more creative about it. And nobody has uh, slowed down the line on uh, Mount uh, Everest that we have seen. Yeah. And there's, there's another SpaceX going up there and they're all doing it. I'm not that guy anymore. Yeah. I was sort of a little bit of a thrill seeker as a youngster, early 20s, jumped out of a plane. We talked about that and that type of a thing. But I don't know. After what I saw when I jumped out of the airplane, that was enough for me. Yeah. I was, yeah, 0 for 1 with my buddy breaking his ankle, 0 for 2 with a girl uh, having the full fail. And I just looked at that and said, hmm, I don't think so. Yeah. But if you want to look at this, And this is where I get into the morbid side of it. Some of these folks challenge it so many times. You say, you know what? What, The old house money. At what point Mm -hmm. do you say, man, I've run this so many times. There is a great 
and I mean spectacular mountain climbing uh, documentary, and it's called The Alpinist. I recommend it to everyone. You kind of know how it's going to end when you see it from the beginning, okay. if I can put it that way. But this youngster was a highly skilled climber. But as I'm watching this, oh, this guy's a lunatic. Every time he somebody did the climb, he challenged it another way. Yeah. Somebody did the climb, he and other people would marvel at his skills. Faster and, with less safety equipment. Those are those time. are the people. Yeah. Yeah, and you're you're looking saying. You want to just take a time out, you know, and maybe not do that anymore. But it really is terrific. This guy had such a great personality, uh, a life to behold. Like uh, the Neil Young thing, it's better to burn out than to fade away. This guy definitely burned out, we, uh, but in a spectacular fashion. And we've both seen Free Solo, where the the guys like, I mean, obviously probably had a different ending than this one, but mm -hmm. man, it was just unbelievable without the safety harnesses, without all of that stuff, and you're like. You know, going up there, just the slightest mishap is the end. Something that nature didn't put in as strong as you thought breaks mm -hmm. away, and there you go. So I am impressed by these people, but also it's curious to me. Yeah. The evil yeah. Knievel thing when I was a kid jumping the motorcycle was like, why are you doing this again? Right. <laughs> really? Okay. And, th and that's, that's what some people do. So uh, adventure travel, we both agree that it is going to carry on. So let's take a hard left turn here. Oh. RFK Jr. is going to be running against President Biden. Boy, that guy's a loon. He's fun to watch. He's really <laughs> something else. Did you see him at the gym? Did you see him working I, out? No, I don't think I saw that one, but he's crazy. <laughs> RFK Jr. was out doing some bench presses. This guy's going to turn 70 next year. He's, oh. Guess what? He's 69 now. I always like it when you do the math for people, mm -hmm. just so you can take that in. He's currently 69. Next year, he'll be 70. Dude's in shape. Nice. Like nasty shape. So I don't know if we're going to have a guy like Putin who's going to be always around with his shirt off, but they showed him bench pressing. Witnesses say that on an incline, 69-year-old man, he did a 200-pound bench. I've been around gyms enough. Wow. That ain't going to break any records, but that's Yeah, that's, that's weight. tough. That's You're strong. weight right there. I saw him repping out at like 110. I thought, that looks pretty healthy. Yeah. But it looks like, you know, we had the battle of the hands when uh, President Trump, when he made his first run for office, when they were talking about hand size, and mm -hmm. that got to be a little weird. But now... Is RFK Jr. putting this out there because we have seen a frail, seemingly frail, a President Biden with some mobility issues? Yeah. And is he trying to show, hey, look at how. And is our buddy Larry Elder hitting the CrossFit gym? Yeah. Because isn't he, his, his hat's in the ring, right? Yes, he is. That's a good one. He was on here. We did uh, a show at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club with him. Yeah. And he seemed like a, a solid guy. Yeah, for and sure. And he can't be a spring chicken, right? No, I don't think he's very young. Probably, yeah. <laughs> probably late 60s, I'll yeah. guess. Late 60s in there. But it's really interesting. And the cameras just happen to be there. And these days with Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and everything else, you can get out and about pretty fast. But I thought it was interesting that RFK Jr., also a person who was not pro-vax, 
which is an interesting angle mm-hmm. too. So he could draw some people in and, and make this uh, a little interesting. But I think we might have our first shirt off debate. Nice. Would it be the best? Yeah, dude. If he's up there, <laughs> just wearing his Levi's no shirt. Oh man, did I forget my shirt? So, matter, do you watch Between Two Ferns? Oh, of course. Yeah, Between Two Ferns. When he interviewed Zach Galifianakis, interviewed McConaughey. And he looks at him and goes, you're wearing a shirt. Is everything okay? <laughs> Such a funny line. Such a funny line. But you might look at him wanting to show his fitness as much as possible. Right. That's RFK Jr. Yeah. in this case. So I don't know if a bench press is going to alter my decision to vote. But if I was thinking this guy's good that, and I'd say, man, that guy's in such good health, he might be the better choice. Mm-hmm. I think – that would play in. If he makes better decisions for yeah. his own life, maybe he's going to make better decisions, decisions for our country. Yeah. Yes. And if you're at the gym and he happens through, that would be pretty cool. Those guys wake up early, too. So that's it. Another just a, a quick kind of funny one. But uh, the janitor who uh, is cleaning up in the lab and there's some fridge unit with an alarm that's bothering him and he turns it off. Oh, no. And he killed a million dollar. Yeah. It was an experiment, and apparently there were signs uh, that said this is kind of malfunctioning. This, if the alarm happens, you you could like have held a button down for ten seconds and squelch the alarm for fifteen minutes. He decided to turn it off. Oh, do you think he's out looking for work? Could oh, be. Man, the the janitorial company is being sued for one million dollars by the company. And to show you how cold is it, uh, this uh, project had a. Uh, Freezer, 112 minus 112 Fahrenheit. So it was chilly in there. And it got all the way up to 25.6 minus, and that wrecked the experiment. Oh, bummer. But you always hear that. You know, what's his plug for? Yeah. And the guy did it. Famous last words. He unplugged it, and a very, very bad thing happens. I got to remember, because we're we're, uh, loading up on uh, giggles. So let's talk about giggles now so I don't run that off uh, the time, because we do do 15 minutes and 90 seconds. Giggles when? Yeah, we have giggles coming up on Friday, June 30th. It's always the last Friday of the month. Uh, This month, we have the funny and talented Jake Daniels coming all the way down from Redding, California. Very funny dude. Does a little guitar. Does a little magic. Does it. Just a showman. And he's funny. Yeah, he's going to be funny. So gigglslive.com for all those ticket needs. And if you have any questions, there's phone numbers and stuff on there for you, too. DMV Mike, parking planes, doing comedy. Yeah, he's parking the planes and making sure that people get in safe. Uh, He will put a boot on your plane if there's parking tickets and other uh, airports. So make sure that your uh, airport parking tickets are paid up. And we're also outside. Yes, we will be outside yeah. for the show. That's so much fun to be out there. So dress yeah. for the weather, which mm-hmm. it's supposed to be, as you said, maybe oh, in the eighties. Gorgeous. Yeah. So bring. So at night we're going to be right around seventy. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. <laughs> so can't wait for that one. It's really a great restaurant, great place to go, good service, and great comedy. Taylor Swift. Okay, I found out another thing about Taylor. I like this woman more and more. She's thirty-three. Her fans are called Swifties, but wherever she goes now, she's drawing so many people that other people go just to be in the vibe, but they don't have tickets. And uh, she's playing a show in Minneapolis, 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 and they're saying, please don't come if you don't have tickets. And you know what they call it? Taylor gating. Oh, my. Is that money? Wow. Taylor gating. That's what they call it. When people just go there to hang and be in the vibe of the show. And if you've ever been to especially the big outdoor venues, you hear outside 
really well. Yeah, you do. Like, really well. <laughs> I don't know what Minneapolis is. Probably not the type of thing where they'd have the lid off for this. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. But the mayor of Minneapolis said, hey, you got to – he called it Swiftiopolis, too. <laughs> okay. He's playing – it's bringing a lot of tourist bucks, but they're playing the card, stay away. If you don't have tickets, stay away. As much as some other bars and restaurants might say, please come, uh, they're pretty much saying the same. But I love the tailgate. Yeah, that is great. That's that's awesome. I remember one time the Sacramento Kings used to have a shop, one of those uh, memorabilia shops where they sold T-shirts and all that stuff inside the arena. And I went by in the middle of the day just to get some stuff. And while I was there, just so happened Gwen Stefani was down on the court doing, doing her sound check. And so I was like, wow, this is really cool. So I took a long time shopping. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, the only person I heard sound check once, and it was at a bowling alley in Thousand Oaks. Wow. We had tickets to see Joe Walsh. He was doing this oh. bizarre barn strip. He was a trip. And he had his band at the bowling alley. And that bowling alley bar could hold maybe 500 illegally stuffed, way beyond firefighting. And we went early real early and we were having a beer joe walsh walks right by us and we're such wusses we don't say hey you know and even what's up and he goes in there we heard the whole sound check and he was playing through eagles tunes and just rocking it it was great and you're just sitting out there having a beer saying right now we're hearing joe walsh in an empty bar warming up for the show tonight that's so it was pretty cool yeah it's pretty cool uh, so that was all right. What else do we have for uh, this morning and this podcast? Uh, we do have uh, one more thing here. It's driving, and this is ugly and icky, uh, but it's something we had to address this morning. The U.S. has more traffic deaths by far than any other country, just by by far. It's per ridiculous. capita? Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous because we have different driving habits. We have safe cars. Mm-hmm. You know, we have some of the highest safety regulations. So the question that comes up in the fast lane, if you're going 70 and it's 65 and somebody comes up behind you. I usually get out of the way. Get out of the way. Yeah. I do habitually yeah. just because I drove so much. You get out of the way. You always get out of the way. A yep. lot of people are saying that, that that's one of the issues because you have all that lane changing. Mm-hmm. And generally, if somebody's going fast but they can hang in that one lane, everything's pretty much okay. But you've seen it before when you see the guy behind you go over and you do that weird wiggle where right. they go and don't go. Uh, but we have, But it's a big argument these days. And even though I disagree with it in principle, I still get out of the way every single time. Yeah, I think that's the biggest problem with our roadways is you Mm -hmm. have a distinct uh, percentage of people who drive way too slow on the freeway. And then you have a high percentage of people that drive way too fast. So as mean as it is to point fingers, the people who are driving way too slow. And I'm, I'm not talking about people like you and I who try to observe the speed limit and be close to safe while we're driving. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about you've had it happen before where all of a sudden you're on, you're on somebody's tail who's going 40, 40 miles an hour on the freeway. And you're like, Oh my, I could have gotten killed if I was, if I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And the person that is just so adamant, they're just not going to move. Yeah. I think that's one of the big deals that we, yeah, it is. It's, it's really bad. And I'm not a fast driver. So quite often I don't even bother with the fast lane because I know, and I, I rear view mirror drive so much because I'll see someone, I go, whoops, got to get over. But the other side of it is I don't want to get a speeding ticket. Yeah. You know, because they, there is, so if I'm going 75, that is 
wicked fast for me. And I'm not kidding you. I am, I, if I'm going 75, there's something wrong. I've got to get somewhere. And I see people go by me. I'll be going 70 in like the second lane. Mm. And yeah. I just think, is, is that guy going 85? Is that guy going, what are they yeah. doing? And it, it's just funny. But I, I try to be a very, very polite driver and do that. But this uh, uh, conversation here, we are way above the world. You That's know? unfortunate. We do drive more miles. We have a lot of things that add to this because we are a mobile people. We like to get out and drive. Uh, but it came up huge, uh, that by far. So, America, so, guys, you know what? Get out of the way. Yeah. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Just do it. Be done with it and have some fun. So that's it. We're done. All right. Thanks for listening to 1590 Afterwards today. And July 13th, I just want people to be able to get tickets for that. We're posting it on the KVTA Facebook page. Oh. So go there. Can they hit it at Giggles? Where else can they find yeah, it? Yeah, I actually have a link that has all the information you need. It's okay. on the Giggles Live website as well. Yeah, July 13th up at the beautiful Oxnard Tower Club for our friend Bob Davis. Christmas in July going to be a really great event. Uh, me and Jen are both really looking forward to it. Can't wait. Comedy everywhere. That's it. Thanks for listening to 1590 Afterwards, everywhere podcasts are found.